We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. In the biggest way possible, hanging out. The bad seed, the broken, the bad, 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 the the bad, the bad, the bad, the bad, bad, the bad, the bad, the bad, the bad, People just in plastic bags, ready to drive it, some kind of fashion, shake it up, should do it. All my friends that come around, fuck, fly the party up, rats on the west side, bed bugs uptown. What a mess, the tons of town of my brain's been splattered all over Manhattan, should do be shake it up. Hey, what's gigging? I'm Pharrell, Mafia's running it, and uh, I think Chris Paul's commercials should be lifted from television permanently because he sucks so bad. <laughs> I mean, just like... I can't take watching this guy butcher games anymore. Have you ever seen anything like watching this guy turn the ball over and, and like dribble up the court on a fast break and then just like lose the ball? Like he's already done it twice tonight. He's missed uh, like four easy bunnies from like within 10 feet bunnies. He made a layup or two, whatever, but he is bricking and like getting sloppy. To the point where even uh, Jeff Van Gundy and Mark Jackson are like, he's got to play better. He's playing awful. He's got to play better. And there's no getting around it. It is unbelievable that the Suns lead this game. They're up three with three minutes left in the second. They were down 13. And they were shooting terribly. I mean... Like, you have no idea how bad they were shooting early in that game. Now, obviously, uh, they got it up to 37% now and 33% from downtown. But, I mean, they were shooting 30%. And the Bucks are even worse, 33 and 18. And the bottom line is, uh, it's just the sloppiest game shot-wise. Oh, my God, Paul just hit an elbow jumper. I almost fell over. Chris Paul, everybody's MVP. He is no more going to win the MVP than I am in this series because he's been brutal. I don't care what anybody says. Brutal. Flat out brutal. Speaking of brutal, um, I just wanted to say that I have uh, massive blisters on my toes from uh, wearing LeBron 18s, high tops. Terrible. Hate them. I've had 10 pairs of them. And I've never had this problem, but I have a problem now with one pair I got, these white ones. I've had the the black and purple ones, badass Laker ones. I got the white ones now with the diamonds on the back, the the all the you know, rainbow colors or whatever on the back of the heel, but they're white primarily. And I mean every single time I wear these uh shoes to ball, I end up with bleeding feet. Bleeding feet. I have gigantic <laughs> blisters on my toes. And they are absolutely raw and on fire. 
And I mean, they hurt. Like, you have no idea. We welcome our radio affiliates to the show. So, I'm honestly, I have, I don't know what to do. If I should put some kind of salve on them. <laughs> I mean, I'm going on vacation Friday, and I have just torn up feet. My toes are all gashed out and bloody. I mean, I look like a machete. You know, I look like that, um... Uh, what was the story I did the other day? I did a story about, uh, I think, Howard Johnson, the old Met, his son, ran over his son's foot and with a lawnmower and cut off all his toes. That's what I feel like. My toes feel like. They, they look that bad, too, like I got hit with the uh, Howard Johnson uh, son's lawnmower. No kidding. I mean, How bad that is you to not true. paying attention and run over somebody's foot with a lawnmower? Okay, so the father it, the the father did it to his own son, and and Howard Johnson is the is the grandfather. You heard that story. I mean, the kid's six years old. It, he got his all his toes cut off. That's what I feel like right now with the blisters I have. Oh, <laughs> they're so awful. I mean, I wore no socks today on the like coast to coast. I had like flip flops on, and it was like digging into the bleeding. Uh, <laughs> blisters and i have to like i literally have socks on right now with blood on them because i have to i have to wear something because otherwise i have to tape them up and that's the worst thing for them if they're like taped you know what i mean if i tape them up for like a game mafia and i'll be playing in a game i'll tape up you remember i broke my toe and i had to tape it up uh i dropped a 25 pound weight on my toe in the weight room i didn't do it it fell off the rack right on my toe it was the worst thing ever i've never regained feeling in the toe it's been paralyzed for three or four years but uh i have bloody pussy toes right now so uh, the last thing i want to do is tape them up and cover them with band-aids and salve (laughs) i'm just raw dogging it and bleeding profusely. I need to get in the ocean in California and get some salt on them puppies. Shake out. Oh. All right, it's 4540 Suns. Let's get it on the bench. So many sports, so many memories, so many players, so many teams, so many great matchups, so many possibilities. Now are you really going to pass all that up? This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. Well, it's about time that... uh... Paul turned it around. Chris Paul with 13 to lead the Suns, 10 for pain. Um, The thing that I'm talking about is the four shots he missed. He was 6 of 10, which isn't bad. I'm not going to deny that. But the four shots he missed were just so ugly. Like, he was just shooting bricks from 10 feet, 12 feet out. He's just shooting bricks, like, clanking them off the rim, like, wide open looks from 10 feet. Like... I mean, he's a pro, like, honestly, like, knock those down. It's embarrassing. He hit, like, six shots. He got hot late. He hit two shots in a row that made him look better than he played. He did not play well, uh, but he's got 13, so I'm not going to deny that's better. But he's got the one turnover, 13 points, so he leads the Suns, fair enough. But anyone that watched that game saw him bricking on these easy shots. 
like they they were like nerve shots. Like it's like he had nerves or something. Like he was, uh, you know, stressing out or nervous, whatever you want to call it. But the shots were ugly. And even the announcers, Jackson and uh, Van Gundy, they said something about it. They're like, what's wrong with this guy? He's not himself. He's just playing terrible. And then all of a sudden, you know, he turned it around and started knocking down a few shots. So they lead by five, the Suns at the half. It's a miracle because... I mean, the only reason is because the 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 Bucks didn't score a basket for like nine minutes in the second quarter, and that's how they got back in the game. They were up thirteen on the Suns. They didn't score a basket for eight and a half minutes, whatever it was, and that's when they got back in the game. And then they took the lead, but they only shot forty two percent from the floor and thirty three from downtown, four of twelve. But the Bucks have been awful, thirty four percent. And even worse, 17% from downtown. They've dominated the glass, but the sun started catching up. It's 27-22 there in terms of uh, rebounds. All I know is you know that lead's not going to hold up. There's no way that lead holds up at, you know, Fiserv in Milwaukee. I can't even get over that crowd there in that Deer District. I mean, there's like... They said, I think, 70,000 people out there. 70,000 people outside the arena partying, watching the game on a big screen TV, a couple of them. They have, like, a concert stage going and a, uh, you know, ringleader for that. They got some guy out there screaming and yelling at them. And then, you know, bands playing. And then they got two giant screens on each side of that stage. And then over on the other side of the arena, they got, like, to the side – there's the real Deer District, which is where all the crazy fans are watching it on a Jumbotron. And there must be, I mean, it is unbelievable. It's like the size of an NFL stadium. Like 70,000 fans are packed in there. And they are crazy. And I don't even know how I feel about that with that Delta variant going around. Seriously, I don't want to be in some crowd like that. You couldn't pay me to go to that. But they're rowdy and they're crazy and they're loving life. I hope they're vaccinated because if not, they're going to get it. It's that simple. Right. I bet There's you tons of people. Like, and no one's wearing a mask. No one. And you know, you know, they're going to get it right. Like if you go to a party with 70,000 people and you're elbow to elbow and you're right in everyone's face the entire night for four hours and you know they showed up there two hours before the game. And they're, and then when the game's over, if they win, they're going to celebrate for another two or three hours. You can't even deny it. That that place is a Petri dish of danger. I mean, it is just... Uh, when I looked at that crowd, I was like, why in God's name would you go in that crowd with this Delta variant going around, even if you were vaccinated? It's unbelievable. So I'm right, watching watch the Yankees numbers too. in uh, about five to ten days. Yeah, obviously they'll they'll probably go up. What's amazing about the whole thing is is the uh, and I I went through these numbers last night on the bench. They're even worse today. The staggering numbers of the surge in COVID cases in 
places where people refuse to get vaccinated. They just they just will not get vaccinated and they're just not doing it. They're not having it. And they're just, you know, that's it. Final. I'm not getting vaccinated. No, nobody, my kids, my wife, nobody. And these guys, uh, these women, these kids, whoever, they're just, it's unbelievable. And then I told this story last night, they showed on the news, David Muir had some, uh, you know, emergency room doctor on it, some gigantic hospital in the middle of it all where, you know, chaos is going on right now where, you know, where there's a lot of unvaccinated people, those hospitals in the country are filled to the brim with people with uh, Delta and COVID. And they're all on incubators and have tubes shoved down their throat. They're all dying. And uh, he said they all are changing their tune. They're all crying and begging them to save them. And, and how do I get the vaccine? And, you know, they're going to give you the vaccine when you're in the hospital with it. So they all are like regretful that they didn't get it. And they're all crying and begging for mercy and help me. And I can't breathe. And they're shoving tubes down their throats. And they're like, no, no, please don't. It's unbelievable. I saw it. I watched it with my very own eyes. So it's simple. I, you know, seeing is believing. And I'm sitting there watching all these people. I saw, I saw a lady tonight, this dumb lady. I got to tell you, she was as dumb as they come. She sent her kid to, uh, you know, away camp, unvaccinated. And the kid was like 13 and sent this girl to uh, sleepaway camp with, you know, hundreds of kids at this camp. And uh, she went with, you know, nothing wrong with her, went to camp, got it, and came home. And now she's got a tube shoved down her throat and can't breathe. And she's on death's doorstep. And the mother's like, um, I just can't believe it. I can't, I can't believe it. And I'm like, I can't believe how stupid you are. That's what I can't believe, how stupid you got to be. You know what I'm going to do? I'm not going to vaccinate my kids, fair enough, but I'm going to send them off to sleepaway camp with hundreds of other kids that aren't vaccinated either. And then they just pass it around like like the wind blowing. I mean, it is just unbelievable to me. I don't care what anybody says. Take your politics and shove it in the, you know, keister. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear your politics and your conspiracies and your right wing, left wing, the world's ending, blah, 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 blah. Shut up. Get vaccinated. Don't die. It's real simple. And then people are even getting it that are vaccinated. That's how bad it is. But they're not getting deathly ill. They just have it. They get it again. They're, they're not in the hospital. They just have like a bad cold. Bottom line is they're not in the hospital hooked up to a ventilator dying. The ones that have the vaccine, the ones that don't have it are the ones that have the Delta that are dying. That's the facts. That's the facts. It's simple. So, and I just cannot believe the stories I'm hearing from college football. You know, uh, if you, if you don't have enough healthy players, you got to forfeit the game. But what we need to do here is get everybody vaccinated and play these games. Well, I don't deny that we need to get everybody vaccinated, but, you know, those games matter about as much as your uh, ex-wife or husband. Like, you know what I mean? Like, honestly, who cares? 
Who cares about the games? I, honestly, those Olympic games are, to me, uh, an utter disaster waiting to happen. A uh, catastrophe is waiting to happen in Tokyo. It's for all on a bench. with people. Everybody expects every team in the effing league to win the Super Bowl. One team wins. The rest of them lose. No soup for you. How about that? One last indignity. Watching Zach uh, Britton pitch, and he's pitched in six games the whole season for the Yankees. What a nightmare that guy's been this year. He never played. And now all of a sudden he shows up after they've been, uh, you know, absolutely finished. Now he comes around. They're like, wow, I just heard uh, Michael Kay. You know, now they got Britton back. They can really work him and, you know, get Chapman right. I'm like, Chapman's a mess. And then Britain, work Britain, he should pitch every day for the money they're paying him and how he never, he's just literally been worthless and never pitched six games. He made six appearances. That's it. So what a joke he's been for the Yankees. I don't care what anybody says. So I'd pitch his ass every day till his arm falls off. I mean, I won't deny the guy can keep the ball down and get ground balls, so do it. Go out and do something. They put him in in the eighth inning. He's making pitch the ninth, too. Get your money's worth out of this guy. Never plays. He's always injured. Worthless. I don't care what anybody said. I'm sick and tired of watching these guys make $50 million. They never play. Jesus. Guys as soft as wet toilet paper. And I'm watching him pitch right now. He's all over the place. He's a mess. I just watched the Reds beat the uh, Mets 4-3. to three. Saw the end of that game. Garrett closed the door. And uh, since he evens up that series, the Mets won last night 15-11. So tonight they go down 4-3. to three. The Braves beat the Padres 2-1. to one. The Rays did beat the Orioles 9-3. to three. The Nationals uh, bounced uh, the Marlins again 6-3. Last night, 18 to 1. Here's a base hit off Britain. They got two on in the eighth, down 5 2 to the Yankees. Giancarlo Stanton hit his 16th home run. That made it 5 2. Uh, Royals, 5 2 over the Brewers. A's, 6 0 over the Angels. Mariners lead the Rockies in the sixth, 4 2 at Coors. Cardinals, 5 1 over the Cubs. White Sox, 4 3 over the Twins. That's in the seventh. The Cubs game's in the sixth. Astros lead the Indians in the bottom of the sixth in Houston, eight to nothing. Tigers and Rangers are tied one-one in the fifth. Dodgers up in the second, one nothing on the Giants. Bottom three, Pirates and Diamondbacks, no score. And that Yankee game is five-two, as I mentioned in the eighth, with one out. Britain pitching two on, runners at first and second, and uh, Segura's up. 
He's over three in the game. Trying to get their money's worth out of Britain. He's thrown 13 pitches with his big six appearances this year for the Yankees. So uh, the second half is underway, thank God. Uh, so I don't have to watch this boredom. Uh, the Suns and Bucks game six in Milwaukee. I told you this lead will never hold. They're up 51-48, the Suns now. They led it by five at the half. Now they lead it by three. Booker with a turnaround, spin, step back. Jay, clean, 53-48. So uh, they're in the third early. Giannis is uh, missing finger rolls. And the ball goes out of bounds, and they give it to the Suns. Tucker's arguing as usual. Tucker argues every whistle. He screams and yells every whistle. He never fouls anybody. Meanwhile, he rips people's arms off, but he's never guilty of anything. And he screams and yells at refs, and they never tech him up. It's unbelievable. So I, I just, it's amazing to me. Here he is again, Paul, missing elbow jumpers. I mean, you know, his five misses, whatever, have been all elbow and in. Just, you know, 15 to 10 feet inside of the elbow. Little knockdown shots that he makes in his sleep. Uh, you know, when he's doing State Farm commercials, he makes those underhanded. But in the big game, he can't hit them. It's unbelievable to me. It really is. Still a five-point lead. You know what? I just want to see a great game. And I actually, you know, I bet on the Bucks tonight. But I want to see the Suns win just so there's another game. So there's a game seven. I, I think that would be awesome if they could actually send them home tonight, uh, all those people miserable, and make, you know, make them go to Phoenix for a seventh game. I think it would be awesome. And I do think the Bucks can win a seventh game in Phoenix. And I do think the Bucs can still win this game tonight easily. I think they could take over this game in the fourth quarter and still blow them out. I don't trust this lead as far as you could spit. Holiday just stripped Booker of the ball, went down, got fouled, and now he's at the free throw line shooting free throws. So I just don't trust the Suns at all. At all with the lead. I, don't, I just don't trust them. Remember, they uh, they blew game four in Milwaukee. They blew game five at home. And here they are in game six. And they didn't blow anything in game three. They just got their ass beat. And that was inevitable. Because they were down two zip and they had to win. He just missed another elbow jumper, Paul. Mafia, I'm not wrong. I mean, this guy has missed, he's missed six bunnies from 10 to 15 feet. All of them with nobody on him at all. No one within. They're not even guarding him. They're not even guarding him. That's how bad he's shooting. Even though he's got that, uh, you know, 13 spot and everybody thinks he's having a good game. He is not having a good game. He's missing shots left and right. And that's all there is to it. And so is Booker. I mean, I'm sitting here watching this game and I, all I'm seeing is them miss shots. I can't even believe they're winning. Uh, Booker's four of 11 or four of 12. I think he's uh, 4 of 12. Let's see. 4 of 12. Paul's 6 of 12. And the six shots he missed, I'm I'm dead right. He's All of them have been from the elbow or in. And no one on him. Unguarded. Wide open. They're just like, we don't think you can make a free throw. So we're just not even going to guard you. 
And that's exactly what they've been doing. Eight minutes left in the third. Giannis has 25 in this game already. He's 9-14 from the floor, 6-7 from the line. Uh, nine boards. The guy's having a monster game again. He's already got 25, and there's eight minutes left in the third. He's going to have 40 in this game by the time he's done. He's just, it's simple. If nobody else can score, just give him the pill and let him go to work. Let him go to the hole and let him go to the 10 and see what happens. Because Right, because we, we've seen this whole series. Every time, he, even if he doesn't score, they're giving him the call. And nine times out of 10, they, they're giving him so much love on those whistles whenever he's against these big guys like Aiton or Crowder giving him a little body. So you might as well put it in his hands because even if he doesn't make the shot, he's getting the Suns in foul trouble. And he's hit eight of nine free throws. I mean, he's hit eight of nine from the line, and now he's got 27 points. And, you know, it's like even in Phoenix, when they play in Phoenix, they do that stupid count. Whenever he shoots, they're like one, two, three, four, five, and they count how long it takes him to shoot. And the more they do it, the more he makes shots. The more, the more they scream and yell at him and, and try, try to, you know, razz him, the more he makes them. I think he's getting off on them doubting that he can hit a free throw. And the last couple games, the last three games, all he's done is hit free throws. Now he's scoring at will inside. And he just scored again. And now Milwaukee's got the lead by three. I told you, they can't keep a lead to save their ass. Because... Uh, Chris Paul just keeps missing shots and Booker. They just keep missing shots. And then they go to the other end and Giannis, Giannis scores layups, all layups and dunks. That's all he does. It's the easiest work he's ever done. And every time he touches the ball, Mavi's right. He gets fouled every time he touches. Not only are they giving him calls, he's getting calls because he, he deserves them. I mean, they're hacking the hell out of him down there in the low block. Every time he goes up, he's got two guys fouling him, not one, two. It's just crazy. And then you look at it, only one guy, Portis, has 10. Middleton's got nine. Nobody else has done jack. Holiday's two of 13 from the floor. He's got six points. Connaughton's 0 for 3. He has no points. After having all those great games in a row, Connaughton's been shut off like a water valve. And then... On the other side, I told you earlier, it's like uh, you look at the leading score. Paul with 13. Booker has eight. Booker's been so bad. Four of 12. Oh, four from three. Booker's just dead. He's dead in this game. He's got absolutely nothing going. And then I'm telling you, Paul's the best player at 13. Aiden's got 10. But how about Aiden? He's got five rebounds. 10 and five. He's 3 of 10 from the floor, 4 of 5 from the line. He's got 10 points, 5 boards, but he has been ugly. He's been ugly for – this will be four games in a row. He's been ugly. And then Bridges has 7. Crowder's been worthless, 1 of 3 from the floor. 8 boards. I'll give him the 8 boards, but he's been worthless. Actually, you know, Payne was the guy that was balling. He has 10. He's four of five from the floor, two of two from three, but now he's not getting a rock to shoot. So somebody's got to start scoring or they're going to get blown out in this game. It's Pharrell on the bench. Football, the goal line. 
Baseball. Home plate. Basketball. The net. Sports talk right here. You're listening to the Sports Grid Radio Network. Bucks up three with 535 and rolling left in the third. And uh, another miss by Paul. Gets his own rebound. What is that call? I don't understand that call. He got his own rebound and they called him for traveling? I don't understand that. So they're showing Lopez's dunk five times instead of what happened on the play. I don't understand the travel. Maybe Aiden traveled with it when he got the pass because Paul got his own rebound off another brick on a bunny and then he got his own rebound and then passed it to Aiden who I guess traveled with it. I I don't know. All I know is I think, you know, Aiden's got 10 and 5, but he's been a disaster shooting the ball tonight. Just a disaster. And and I got to say, uh, also, it seems like to me that literally, oh, God, Booker misses an alley-oop all alone. I have seen it all. They suck. I mean, they really suck. It's unbelievable how many shots they've missed tonight. That's a wide-open alley-oop layup, and you brick that, and then give up a bucket at the other end, you're down six, uh, you're down five. It's unbelievable how many shots they've missed. They have missed so many layups and bunnies and alley-oops and elbow jumpers. It's sickening. Anyone that knows anything about basketball knows you cannot miss all those easy shots. And he just rattled another one in, your boy Paul. He is off. His jumper is so off. I can't even believe he's got whatever, 17 points, because he is clanking every shot in. He's got 17 on 8 of 15, and he is, the seven he's missed have all been bricks. And then the ones he's made have all bounced around the rim. You've seen him, Mafia. He's literally bouncing shots in off the rim. Yeah, it's not nothing clean, really. It's a lot of, like you said, a rattling. It's a lot of, you know, not sure if it's going to hit, getting a little bit of uh, extra love from the the iron there to go in. Otherwise, it'd be another miss. But, you know, even still, he's one of the best guys for them. I, I still can't believe how bad Aiden is playing in this, not, not only in this game, this whole series. I mean, I know he's got a tough matchup defensively with Giannis. But, I mean, this is a guy who's just beasting everybody. Brooke Lopez isn't a defensive maverick here that he's going against most times. How are you not bullying this guy down low and dunking in his face like you're doing for the first three rounds of the playoffs? You know what's amazing to me is Aiden's defense has been so pathetic in this series. It, it really has. Pathetic. And, I mean, Giannis is so on. This game is so over. He's hitting every free throw, hitting every shot he takes, hitting every uh, layup, hitting every dunk. And uh, Aiden can't hit the broadside of a barn. And Aiden, honestly, he looks like a kid trying to stop Giannis. Uh, he looks like a little kid. He just can't stop him, and he's getting—he's just getting worked and and spun into circles, spinorama moves, scoop layups, dunks, uh, layups, driving uh, euro step layups off the glass. The guy's making every shot he takes and every free throw he takes. Now that's ten of eleven from the line. The guys hit ten of eleven from the line. Um, Milwaukee's 16 of 17 from the line in the game, and Phoenix has shot 10. So the Bucks have seven more free throws, 
And I can't even believe I just saw Kaminsky get a rebound because they don't get any rebounds in the game. Crowder hits a three. It's a two-point game. I can't even believe they get a rebound because I can't remember the last time I saw him actually get a rebound until Kaminsky just got that one. You know, it's amazing to me that is Aiden has played like such a B in this game. Why don't they just leave uh, Kaminsky out there? He's a seven-footer. Let the guy go out there and try to block shots and rebound. He just blocked Giannis and stopped him from scoring. Why not go with the fresh guy that has size that can do something to alter shots or get rebounds? You know what I mean? It's, it's just unbelievable to me. They're going to call a foul on a Booker drive, but I thought it was a goaltend, too, on top of that. You know what's amazing to me is this guy, Tucker. He, he's not even in the play, and he complains. He's not even in the play, and he cries and, and whines and throws temper tantrums and screams at the refs. God, is he painful watching him play that hack-ass Tucker. I think he's got great shoes and great style on the, off the court. He's got great uh, you know, fashion and shoes and clothes and everything. Styling dude. But on the court, he is such a DK. Your boy just complains and screams and yells at refs. And you know what? He's not good enough to do that. He doesn't score enough or do enough as a player. All he does is, is play dirty defense. And I'm sick of watching him cry to the refs. Oh, my God. He never stops. Shut the F up. Oh, my God. It just never ends. He's not even in on the play and he's screaming at the ref. He has nothing to do with the play and he's screaming on the ref. Uh, and I honestly, that ball was off the glass. That's a goaltend. That's a goaltend on Giannis. No call. Scott Foster, you suck. I mean, make the call. That's a goaltend. I saw it the first time live and said it was a goaltend. But they're not giving him the they're not giving him the bucket. There was a foul and the bucket. It should have been bucket on the uh I, I thought it was uh, you know, goaltend and the foul. So it should be bucket and the free throw. Instead, nothing. I mean, have you ever noticed the other Scott Foster falling on his ass? That's where you deserve to be on the ground. You suck so bad. You're the worst. And you know what's so funny? They always have him doing every game that matters. Every game. And they talk, he's the best ref in the world. I think he's the worst ref I've ever seen in any sport. I mean that. I completely, utterly mean it. His ego is the size of the basketball court. He thinks he's the biggest uh, story. The sh all about It's always about Scott Foster. ABC's showing him right now Zoom close-ups of Scott Foster, you know, working his hairdo. I mean, who cares about Scott effing Foster? I mean, it's unbelievable to me. I mean, honestly. Not only does he like, every game. He wrote every Chris Paul game in the playoffs. Right. <laughs> he's lost his last 12 games. This guy's reffed. Every time that did you, I don't know if you saw this, but before the game, Paul was talking to Foster for five minutes. They showed it on uh, ABC. They showed, and they had Van Gundy and Jackson talking about, I wonder what he's saying to him as they showed him talking to Foster for five minutes before the game. He's saying, dude, can you not screw me one time, please? One time, one he, game. He, he screws him every game. I thought that was a goaltend and a foul and no call, but I'm not, I, I'm not like, I'm not blaming seriously the refs on this game uh, at all. I, you know, it's simple. That was a missed call. That's all there is to it. 
and and they showed it ten times to prove it. So I'm not going to argue with anybody about that. Here's the deal: the reason they're losing the game is because they've missed so many bunnies, so many easy, wide open, uncontested shots from 15 to 10 to eight feet to three feet to layups to alley oops. They have missed so many layups and bunnies and alley oops and elbow jays. They deserve to lose. If you add up all the shots that they've missed from short range, they're 27 of 60. They're actually shooting pretty good, 45%. That's not my point. My point is, is the easy shots that are knocked down pro easy. Easy shots that these guys shoot blindfolded and make every day in practice and in games. These are knockdown shots that pros don't miss. Like, they'll make eight or nine of every ten. But now they're making three of every ten. They're missing them left and right. And uh, Booker's five of 14. Paul's eight of 15. He's missed seven. All seven of them have been easy shots that he should have made. Honestly, right now, in my opinion, he should be 13 of 15 from the floor. That's how easy his shots were. Aiden. All layups and hooks, all bricks. Three of ten. He should be seven of ten at least. With as easy of shots as he's had. Bridges, three of six. He got swatted at the rim twice. Crowder, three of seven. At least he's hit two threes. And Payne's hit two for two from three. But Crowder's two of six from three, so four of his have been bricks. Booker, 0 for 4 from 3. Bridges, 0 for 1. Paul, 1 for 1 from 3. Cam Johnson, 1 for 3 from 3. Nobody else. Booker, you can't win with Booker shooting 5 of 14 in the game and 0 4 from 3. You can't win with him bricking like this. And don't be fooled by the 45%. The misses are all easy shots. And they've turned out to be just terrible shots that are clanking off the rim. I'm surprised they're not uh, air balls. That's how bad they've been. I, I, I mean, it's just that simple. And the reason why the Bucks are winning is one reason only. Because there, there's only one guy that showed up for the game. And that's Giannis. They're winning because of Giannis. And no one else. Now, I'll give you this. He's got 33. I'll give you Portis is 10. But I have to question... I really do have to question the, the Suns' defense. It has been so vanilla with, seriously, it has been so bad on Portis. They never guarded Portis once the whole game. He shot every shot wide open. No one on him. Do whatever you want. Shoot it. We're not going to guard you. Let's see what you do. It's just unbelievable to me how they leave him wide open. And he's made all the shots. Portis is 3 of 5 and 2 of 4 from 3. He's got 10 points, 2 rebounds. And he's done all that in 9 minutes, unguarded. Unguarded. Now Kamensky gets at the bucket. I don't understand why they don't give Frank the tank the ball. He's fresh. He hasn't played at all the whole series. And he's big. Give him the ball. Let's see what he can do. I mean, Aiden's, Aiden's such a wussy. He don't want it. He don't want the ball. I swear to God, if I were Monty Williams, I wouldn't even put him back in the game. That's how bad he's been. 
Aiden, I would sit his ass down the rest of the game. Just play Kaminsky. Let him go out there and break his back because he's fresh. He hasn't played, and at least he's out there doing something, whereas Aiden was doing nothing. Don't be fooled by that 10-5 and five boards. He sucked. That's just all there is to it. And uh, once again, it is beyond me. I, I can't even fathom what I'm watching, how bad – the Suns' defense has been on Giannis Antetokounmpo. They just don't play defense on him at all. They literally have decided to let him have 50. Do whatever you want. We're not going to guard you. And they deserve to lose. They absolutely deserve to lose for the poorest defense they played on, on Giannis. They don't double him. They don't do anything. They leave him wide open. They leave him wide open right. under the basket for dunks. That's the thing. It's they never made any adjustments. And the guy's burning you for 40 points a game. Don't play him one-on-one. -on -one. I don't care who's guarding him. You don't play him one-on-one. -on -one. You have someone looking to help. Leave Portis all day because, you know, he's scoring some points tonight. But that's not going to happen every night. You're getting burned every night by Giannis. Double the guy. Yeah, you got to double him. And they got Crowder on him now, and he goes right through Crowder and gets the foul. And he's literally hit so many free throws. 10 of 11. So, you know, I'm not even, I don't even think I'm wrong. I mean, he's just absolutely killing it. 10 of 11 from the line. Here he is again. And he's just stroking free throws tonight. Hits another one. 11 of 12. You want to know why they're going to win this game? Him. That's it. And I'll tell you another reason they're winning the game. His free throws. It's unbelievable. It's Pharrell on the bench. going through the motions. They were lifeless. I don't like that or condone that at all. I play it straight up, yo. You can't even tell me. You just watched this drive, right, Mafia, that Portis isn't fouling the hell out of him. And they didn't call that foul until he was literally on the baseline. I mean, he, he literally tackled him from, the, from literally 35 feet out until he got to the baseline when he blocked the shot. He finally called the foul. He fouled the living ass out of him from the 30-point. He was 30 feet out uh, on the wing, literally 30 feet out, and the entire way in, he rode him like a carnival ride. You can't even deny it. And these guys will not call a foul on the Bucks. You can't even deny it. I don't deny it. They've been riding Booker all series. You know, we've seen him constantly, even when he's scoring 40 points, looking at the rest like, are you kidding me? Because of the contact that they've let him take. And I guess that's just a difference right now. You know, we talk about, you know, veteran versus not rookie, but younger guy like Giannis has done this for a couple of years in the playoffs, getting beat up. And now he's getting the calls. Booker's first time in the playoffs. Like, uh-uh, you got to take the abuse, apparently. Tie game after three as Holiday misses a three at the buzzer. And Giannis has 37 in this game on 12 of 21 uh, shooting and 10 rebounds, 37 and 10. So, I mean, they win it tonight. He's got the uh, his first NBA championship and an MVP and two league MVP, two league MVP, excuse me, and a, a defensive player of the year and rookie of the year. What a career he's got. Uh, people malign him and talk. 
bad about him and he's, he can't finish and he can't win in the clutch. He can't do anything in the playoffs. He sucks. They're an easy out. The bus, And then now they're in it. All right. So uh, for all in advance, we got another hour to go. Plus Bill Michaels from Wisconsin tonight live.